0: I know you can feel their discomfort, Aaron. Watching you walk through a room full of white people was the most painful thing I've ever seen. Excuse me, sorry. I don't want to take you to a job interview. There's a recruiting class starting right now and we gotta get you in it. Welcome to the American Society of Magical Negroes. One of the things that happened as I was taking a break from filming over the holidays was that they went ahead and released a trailer for the most racist movie I've ever seen. And how I found out about this film was that one of our producers texted me a link to the trailer with the caption, Magical Negroes. And you guys know that I'm I'm not PC by any means, but still, my first thought in response to that before I clicked the video was like, really? Like, we're, we're using that language? Eh. But actually, no, it turns out that that's just part of the actual movie title. This film is called The American Society of Magical Negroes. I feel like I can't even say this title without probably ending up on some ADL list out there. And before anyone asks, yes, this movie is 100% real. This is not just some troll trailer. This is actually a project that they've invested millions and millions of dollars into. And if you thought the first part of the trailer was bad, uh, the rest of it is even worse. There's zero redeeming qualities here. What's the most dangerous animal on the planet? Sure. shark. White people, when they feel uncomfortable. White people feeling uncomfortable precedes a lot of bad stuff for us. That's why we fight white discomfort every day. Because the happier they are, the safer we are. Okay, so the trailers only started, but already there's there's so much wrong here. Could you imagine? And I know it's a cliche to even point this out, but could you imagine if the races were reversed here? If there was a film that was actually saying what is the most dangerous animal on the planet, and the answer was black people? Like, in no universe would that be okay. Like, you would literally be probably removed from your bank if you tried to make a film saying that. So the idea that just brazenly we are hating on white people, acting as if, oh yeah, <laughs> the biggest threat to a black person. It's not black on black crime. It's not inner city gangs. No, no. It is an uncomfortable white person. Like, okay, I I get that this is just a film and there should be room for some creativity and not necessarily accuracy to crime statistics, but still I am in 2024. I'm just, I'm done with this narrative. I'm done with the idea that black people are just victims. And I'm definitely done with the idea that white people are just evil and it's okay to hate on them. The idea that this is an entire movie project, like that someone not only wrote it, but then studio execs were like, yes, let's do it, that they managed to get funding for this, that that they basically made a whole movie around this premise. It is shocking to me. I am shocked. We have more to talk about, but first I do want to tell you all about a very exciting Blaze original mini documentary that is out right now starring Glenn Beck about the real story of Colony Ridge. So Blaze TV is debuting the second episode of our docuseries, Blaze Original, where Glenn travels to the quickly evolving Liberty County, Texas, to give you guys the real story of Colony Ridge. Colony Ridge is growing fast. and I'm talking about extremely fast at a rate of 200 lots per week and based on what Glenn has observed firsthand the overwhelming percentage of residents are Spanish speaking non-citizens Glenn spoke with the developer John Harris and while he stated approximately 35,000 people live there the local officials contradicted him estimating the actual population is more than twice that so if nothing is done about this there will be hundreds of thousands of people living in Colony Ridge in just a few years time and that is where you folks come in both the left and right wing media have given vastly conflicting reports on Colony Ridge and Blaze TV couldn't have traveled there to get you the real story without your support. This documentary is only the beginning of our Blaze Original series, exposing corruption and what's really going on in our country, and we can't do these productions without your help. And that's why, if you aren't already a subscriber of Blaze TV, subscribe now for $30 off an annual subscription by visiting blazeoriginals.com and using code COLONYRIDGE. And in this episode, Glenn addresses all the rumors and brings you the truth. Is Colony Ridge specifically targeting illegal immigrants to take up residency? How is this new favela-style development impacting basic utilities and services like water and sewage? What is the toll on the existing residents? And finally, is any of this legal? Colony Ridge poses an enormous threat to the future of this country. And again, we could not have made the real story of Colony Ridge without your support. So if you want to see this episode and future installments, help support the work we're doing by visiting blazeoriginals.com today and subscribe using the code Colony Ridge for $30 off your annual subscription. So basically in this film, there is an organization called the American Society of Magical Negroes where their entire job is to, through magic, keep white people happy and comfortable. Because apparently it makes the world safer for black people because the biggest threat to black people is actually angry white people So if they could just keep white people happy, it means their safety will be insured. Big yikes. Very racist premise Let's all be clear here But what's kind of strange about this film is that instead of being like this comedy drama with also magic and just kind of staying in that lane uh, they also choose to throw in romance here because Yes, this next part of the trailer is is where they pivot to actually this film is a rom-com. There's so much going on. I'm Lizzie. Nice to meet nice you. To meet you. She's great. Yeah, she's cool. You kidding? Come on, man. She's smart and funny. I know what you were doing going on about her. You're trying to set us up. No, no, no. That's not what I was doing. You cannot have a relationship with Lizzie now because if you don't put Jason first, everyone's magical. So now in this film, not only is this American Society of Magical Negroes going on and this person needs to keep his white client happy, but there's also like a love interest tension. And it's just like... This oh my goodness, there's there's so much going on. And now, as one could expect, thankfully, uh, when it was released, this trailer was not super well received. At the time that I'm filming this, it currently has let's see, six point seven thousand upvotes on YouTube and a whopping ninety eight thousand downvotes. That's right. And the discourse surrounding this film on Twitter, well, it did not disappoint. The trailer posts on, I guess I should call it. Hex now was brutally ratioed by both white and black people. As this one post said, a group of African-Americans whose magic is dependent on the happiness of white people. Nah, I'm good, I'm white and this was effing awkward. Oh yeah, and by the way, that ties into this other point of the movie where it's like, if the main character uh, doesn't go along with keeping this white person happy, then all of the black magic goes away. Kind of like Tinkerbell, I guess. If Tinkerbell were super, super racist, that is. As this other person said, just very frankly, this feels racist. That's because it is. And what was also kind of funny and what I think points to our downward fall as a society is that, yeah, a lot of people were mad about this film for being racist, but there were also those who were mad about this film being racist. But in a way, that means it's not woke enough, because you see, uh, the main character of this film, apparently he is biracial, and apparently some people have a problem that it is this biracial actor who was chosen to be a member of the American Society of Magical Negroes, and also that this love interest is a white woman. As this user commented, ambiguously biracial-looking black man risks all of black humanity because he fell for a white woman is certainly a plot choice. And similarly, this other person said, I'm upset at the lead being biracial and him being a magical Negro, but still risking his magic for a white woman. At the title of the movie being not fitting the plot, I'm upset. If your take on this film is that it is still too pro-white because it has a biracial actor and white love interests, I don't even know what to say to you at this point. Like, we are not living on on the same planet anymore. And by the way, for those who aren't familiar, uh, the magical Negro trope is actually in reference to um, the fact that, as Wikipedia explains, in some films, there is a, quote, supporting stock character who comes to the aid of white protagonists in a film. One such example of this that I can think of would maybe be Tia Dama in the Pirates of the Caribbean series, or at least her first appearance. Eventually, she is revealed, spoiler, to be uh, Calypso. But in any case, initially, she just introduces, like, hey, here's this magic." black woman who can help us and give us information. I don't really think it's a trope that happens all that often, but apparently there are a bunch of people on the internet who are still upset about it, so much so that they've actually created this entire movie around this concept. And it's kind of funny because clearly the people behind this film were trying so hard to pander to a black audience with all this hating on white people and lifting up like black actors and presumably also a black filmmaker. But if you look on black Twitter or black X, I guess, as I should call it now, uh, people, they're, they're They're not happy. As this post says, how original, another black film centered around the black experience navigating whiteness. I'll say this again, black people watching trashy reality tv and comedy doesn't mean we have low intellect, it's just really the only escapism we have because black cinema is giving us nonsense. I don't even know what all that means, frankly, seems like this person just has a huge chip on their shoulder, but hey, if they're also on board with hating this movie, then I guess, I guess we can enjoy that unity together. (laughs) We also had more people just very, very bitter that the love interest was a white woman here. I like the concept of satirizing the magical Negro trope, but I wasn't expecting a rom-com. By focusing the trailer on a black man's pursuit of a white woman, it still centers the white experience. It just shifts the magical Negro's concern from the white man to the white woman. And actually this tweet, I do agree with. This person says, I was so excited this was gonna be HBCU or historical black college or university, Hogwarts, but then to center being magical around making white people happy It could have been great. I mean, yeah, if you're going to take this ridiculous concept, at least go full on out with satirizing the idea of a magical Negro trope. Like, make it a scary movie, but for the wizarding world, maybe, where there is just, like, a black Hogwarts. And it could be a comedy that rips on stereotypes of not only black people, but also white people and also the fantasy genre tropes that we see so often. Like, that could have been a fun project. That would have been hilariously not politically correct, but may have also been able to touch on these sociopolitical issues. But no, you chose instead to make this weird fantasy comedy rom-com anti-white, but still not woke enough. It's like, I hope this movie fails. I hope it crashes and burns, but also you can bet your bottom dollar that I will watch this, if only to rip it to shreds for you guys. That's basically all I have to say for now though. And as always, if you enjoyed this video, please be sure to like, share, and subscribe. Until next time.